0: Sunday, June 26th, and this is your daily financial news. So what we're going to talk about today is a lot of cool things, but first, I want to call you att- call your attention to this. Let me just tilt this down a little bit. There we go. Uh, the deep dive video on the 50-40-10 is now live. Uh, it was nearly 90 minutes. Uh, it went live yesterday at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Uh, it is. Uh, Again, something that I truly hope helps all of you understand how seller financing is a tool that all of you should get to understand. We are heading into a market where I believe the creative investor will build legacy wealth. The last two years, it's been easy and a lot of fake gurus got lucky with timing. The market that is coming is going to embarrass many of them and bankrupt some of them. The ones that are prepared, the ones that have done the work, the ones that have survived the greatest crash ever in real estate will likely succeed. And those are the people that I try to bring you on this channel. But yesterday's video, it's a long watch, right? 90 minutes. But we go through and successfully answered each and every question. I wasn't sure we'd be able to do it. I wasn't sure 90 minutes are enough. But as you'll see at the end of the video, we got down to the last question. So hopefully you enjoy that. Again, my intention on this channel is to give everything away, which we have done. Uh, I still will do deep dives with my students. It's just the way I can control access and make sure that, you know, good people are asking good questions and we're not getting hate and trolls and silly things like that. So. Again, the video's live. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, It came live Saturday night, so again, not a lot of action on it. But hopefully hopefully you find it useful, and hopefully you get a creative deal that uh, produces an amazing yield. So happy to say it was done. It was a success, and it's loaded. And I did create a playlist called Deep Dive. Uh, So if you wanted to go look at your buy box, Deep Dive. Just look at the playlist. It's going to have long videos in it, but there you go. Enjoy. So a couple of things. Did you know that there's a a lot of uh, rich, wealthy folks that are actually losing in the housing market today? I got a list of, I don't know, five people who have lost over a million dollars selling their home. This year, some of these people bought their home in 2018, 2020. And they still lost millions of dollars. So, yes, the rich can do stupid things also. For example, Trevor Noah. He bought a Bel Air mansion in 2020. 2020 was a pretty good year to buy a home. Well, he just sold it and lost a million dollars. Not to be outdone, Michelle Pfeiffer. She bought a home in Pacific Palisades in 2018. Man, that's hard to do. She lost $1.2 million. That's hard to do. It's hard. Buying in 18 and and selling in 2022, that means you clearly overpaid. Clearly. Sandra Bullock bought a condo in 2017, just sold it, lost $1.5 million. And then somebody I didn't actually know, apparently he's a music producer, I think, or no movie producer. Don't know who he is. Simon Kingberg lost $3 million. Ouch. Ouch. That has got to hurt. Anyways, uh, I just thought that was interesting. I really, Michelle Pfeiffer bought in 2018 and lost a million, 1.2 million. That's hard to do, man. That's crazy. Anyways, I thought that article was interesting. Uh, just some really big numbers. Uh, next up, the ten worst cities for first-time homebuyers. Any guess at how many of cities are in California? Remember, there's ten. How many of them do you think are in California? I guessed five, and I was right. But here's the full list. We will go reverse order. We'll start at ten. And go to number one, number ten: San Diego, Orlando, San Francisco, Houston, Denver, San Jose, Riverside, Seattle, Las Vegas, and the number one worst city to be a home uh, first-time home buyer: Los Angeles, California. So California, San Diego, San Francisco. San Jose, Riverside, Los Angeles, California. Five out of the top ten right here in the great state of California. Another one. This, again, data came from Black Knight. Black Knight was quoted. I think this was in a Bloomberg article. Uh, As you know, I believe inventory is going to explode and transactions are going to crash. Black Knight just reported of the 50 largest MSAs, so think big cities, Only, only six have more inventory today than 2019. That's important, right? And that's not to say that we eventually don't get more inventory than 19. I think we will, and I think we will across the country. But as of today, or I should say Friday, only six cities have more inventory today than 2019 pre-pandemic. And those cities are San Francisco, San Jose, Seattle, Portland, San Antonio, Texas, and Kansas City. Yep, it's funny to see San Francisco, San Jose, Seattle on both lists. That's interesting very expensive markets, not great first time home buyers, move up buyers dead, all the things we talk about on this channel. Now here's a question I would have gotten way, way wrong. There is one city today that has 83% less inventory today than 2019. Think about that. So You had, what, 100 homes in 2019, and today you have 13. Is that right? No, you have 17. 17, sorry. You had 100, now you have 17. Talk about a supply-demand imbalance, or at least feels like it should be supply-demand imbalance. Do you know what this city is? Do you want to guess? The answer is Raleigh, North Carolina largest deficit to 2019. anybody invest in Raleigh what's going on in Raleigh I have no idea but that's bananas and then finally bank rate bank rate uh, put out a survey of the top five bubble markets for real estate I would have only gotten one of these right and frankly only one of them I've heard of uh we'll go backwards Hamosa Springs Florida Morristown Tennessee Muscogan, uh, Michigan, uh, Sherman, Texas, and then the number one I've highlighted many, many times, Boise, Idaho. Pretty interesting. Again, uh, these these cities, according to Bankrate, could see a 5 to 10% correction in price over the next 12 months. I don't know. That seems kind of low. I mean, if these Boise really scares me, Boise doesn't seem like it's set up to uh, to do quite well. Especially if the people boomerang that went there and then they leave. I don't know. That could be that could be kind of interesting. So, a question I am asking. Really, this was after listening to All In podcast again. Check them out. They finally put out a new one after a month. Is could we see mortgage rates eventually hit seven, eight? or 9%. This is 30-year owner rock best credit. And again, the biggest thing for me is QT. It's not necessarily the Fed raising rates. While that is important, for me, it's what are the unintended consequences? What are the surprises lurking below the surface when the Fed is pulling liquidity? According to the folks on the All In podcast, they said that 53% of bonds were bought by the Fed. How can you have real pricing when the Fed is the buyer and doesn't need to turn a profit? This QT thing, which has started as a tiny, tiny trickle, scares me as we get to the end of the year. So in my opinion, and I'd love to hear from you. Let's have some action. Let me know below. What do you think? I think we could absolutely see 7%. There's even a chance that we see 7% this year. We only got six months left, basically, but we could see 7 this year. Could we see 8%? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't think it's this year. That might be a next year thing. Could we see 9 Ooh. I think something would really have to break to get to nine. Not that it, not that it might not break, but I, I just can't see nine percent thirty-year mortgage. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm wrong. My history. I just, yeah, nine percent. Mm, I don't think so. So seven certainly, probably this year. Eight, mm, maybe next year. Nine. That's kind of where I get a little. Really? 9%? So let me know what you think below. I'd love to hear from you. Fed President Michelle Bowman backs another 75% uh, seventy-five basis point move uh, again in July. Uh, I fully support that. Actually, I called 275 points weeks ago. uh, So I agree that that is coming. Did you know that China property, China real estate has crashed 50% in transactions china real estate i'll I'll try to find the chart and post it as my thumbnail china real estate or housing market transactions have fallen 50 percent from the peak prices basically flat they're up up or down one or two percent but transactions are crashing why is this important just like the united states in in China, I have it written down one sec. Where is it? Uh twenty in China, the housing market all inclusive is about twenty percent of GDP. Folks, just like the US, we're about fifteen percent, so a little smaller, but when housing transactions crash to the tune of fifty percent, which I believe we will have, GDP is going to get hit. They're saying that the crash in transactions in China could Uh, slow growth three or four percent i again think it will be worse than that but this is what articles are actually highlighting transactions matter some of you don't think they do i think they do never forget that the consumer is the pulse the engine of the united states economy and when the consumer is scared fearful afraid They retreat. They pull back. Consumer sentiment all by itself can cause a recession. And we just posted the worst consumer sentiment number ever. It is actually at 50, outdoing the 50.2 from last month. Worst ever. The consumer is not happy. Retail sales, as an example, remember from 10 days ago, were negative 0.3% month on month not doing well. Then perhaps the thing that scared me the most in the All In podcast, I don't know if anybody listened, but they're saying that Gavin Newsom, the king of California, will be running for the United States presidency in 2024. That is hard for me to fathom. But yes, there's more and more talk that Biden will not run for re-election and that Gavin Newsom could be the Democratic nominee to run for president. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. All right, folks, that's what I got for you today. Again, remember, we're heading into a slowing season. Get creative. Learn your market. Do the work. No more good deals. We are only doing great deals. To that end, We've got four people to congratulate. Oh, let me get that before one of my puppies eat it. No, you can't eat that. That's not good. Sorry, I had to get these little magnets so my puppies don't eat them. All right, back at it. Let's congratulate four people for getting deals done. Nathan, congratulations for getting your deal done. Card will be in the mail. Casey and Allison, congrats for getting your deal. Your card will go in the mail. Mark. Congratulations, your card will going in the mail. And Keto, congratulations on your seller finance deal. Very low down, very low interest. Congratulations, man. More of these are coming. Folks, again, Keto, Nathan, Casey and Allison, and Mark. Congratulations, folks, your cards are going out. If you want one of these, all you have to do is close on your first or next rental. Say one rental at a time, help, and I will mail them out. I got more to give away. I'm spending money, so uh, let me know when it happens. All I need is your address. Bye.